0: No longer will we pretend that there are no issues to address or that we are only going to talk about certain ones. This show, coupled with our blog site and our website, will be the beginning of you finding your way. There is an elephant in the room. Let's talk about it. You were thinking it. We're going to talk about it. Thank you so much for joining us today as we're going to help you along your journey. We have the founder and owner of... Widows of Opportunity, that's going to join us today in the Discussing It with Melissa session, so you don't want to miss that. And we're going to have a return guest, Aisha Martin. She's been on with us before, definitely a business-savvy woman. She's now uh, talking about her organization, Precious Gems Worldwide, a women's organization. So we're going to learn more about that. As always, classes and sessions, so you want to take pen and paper out so you can jot down any websites, phone numbers. Any nuggets of wisdom that you will gain, and i'm real I'm excited myself not only for the interview I'm going to do with Miss Martin, but I'm looking forward to the discussing it with Melissa segment because I don't know anything about you know how to support a widow, so I'm looking forward to learning a whole lot on today. And I just got some great news. My mom said that she's going to be tuning in today, so that's pretty cool. Maybe she's tuned in other times, but she called and especially told me that she'd be tuning in today. So you know what? I'm excited. I mean, I'm really excited. It's like your mom get to be proud of you. Yes, I'm 40, and my mom is proud of me. So what? Uh, listen, thank you for giving us five minutes of your time during this five-minute campaign. Any five minutes that you share during the show is great for us, and it shows us your support. For this needs to be said we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you over the past five and a half years almost six years now you've been here with us each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and we thank you for that we also have t- t-shirts for sale and you can go on to our this needs to be said website and grab you one I have a funny one that says I help settle arguments or you can get one that says I lie sometimes because sometimes you it's necessary you know, to tell one, you know, I don't know if you use it to save people's feelings or to call out from work or whatever, but just kind of, you know, settle some arguments ahead of time by letting them know, you know, sometimes I don't tell the whole truth. And then, of course, you can get one for supporting independent radio. This needs to be said, you get the logo on the back of the shirt. It says there's an elephant in the room. Let's talk about it. Let's take a short break before we get into our heavy, heavy, heavy show on today that we have for you. We'll be right back.
1: Let Brighton Travel help you with your getaway vacation or cruise. We're a full-service agency, so we specialize in honeymoons, hotel, air, and car rentals as well. Call today at 704-491-3528, or you can reach us on the web at brightontravel.com.
2: How would you like to create a special bond with your kids while they learn and have fun? Introducing the Bennett Farm series. This adorable book series is written for children ages 3 to 8 and will no doubt provide your family with quality time together. Chickadee Chick and Ice Cream Kitty are stories that will entertain and teach. Chickadee Chick is also available in Spanish and includes fun activities. To learn more and order your books, head to chickadeechick.com. C H I C K A D E E chick.com. Are you or someone you know a pet lover? Would you love a custom, high quality, and affordable hand painted pet portrait? Artist John R. Havrila is unbelievably talented. His paintings are so lifelike and they need to be seen. Each custom painting comes complete with handmade frame and is ready to hang on your wall. He can combine current and past pets in one portrait, all from your photos. No deposit required, no extra charge for additional pets, and gift cards are available. What are you waiting for? Log on now to order your perfect gift. www.doggiepaintings.com I love Christmas and the idea of Santa finally bringing my reward for being good. But it always bothered me when I didn't get a Christmas wish. Had I done something bad? Did Santa make a mistake? Now I know the elfing truth about why I didn't always get what I wanted for Christmas. It wasn't me. It was him. Not Santa. I mean the elf bully. In a new book just released on Amazon.com called Elf Bully, the Prequel, we learn that Santa has a bully who steals presents from children who won't read. Buy it today at Amazon.com. Search Elf Bully, the Prequel. Glass Water
3: Bottle, a shatterproof glass water bottle. It's great for any liquid because everything tastes best in glass. A leak-proof lid you can close and toss on the couch without worry. Chances are it won't ever break, but if it does, no worries. The glass is safely contained inside a protective outer shell so you won't have a dangerous mess to clean up. You can safely remove the broken glass and get replacements. Go to GlasticWaterBottle.com to get your very own Glastic Bottle today. That's GlasticWaterBottle.com. G-L-A-S-S-T-I-C-WaterBottle.com. What are you waiting for? But what gets to you most of all?
0: It's when the holidays roll around You gotta always be by yourself
4: By yourself By yourself By yourself by yourself. can I be But how can I be But well, how can, I be? Well, how can I
5: be When I have no body mm-hmm.
0: Broken heart on a holiday Got to feel much worse Look in the eyes and the tears of her And she can't believe
6: That she's all alone on Christmas Eve And the Grinch stole her heart Ripped the world apart And the, world, and the world, head world. to help herself Got her shoulders to nail until the end. age, like on this slate You shine like silver bell It'll be okay, but she stays. she stays, a I love,
4: love this
5: I'm
2: A son of I know it's gonna be a For a unique gift for that someone special, now you can purchase tomorrow's heirloom today. Introducing artisan-crafted, museum-quality replicas of ships from the Golden Age of Sail, displayed in amazing intricate detail in a bottle or perhaps in an old-fashioned timepiece. Beautiful, one-of-a-kind fiber-optic ships are proudly made in the USA. Visit Bottleneck Treasures at www.BuilderOfShips.com Works of art created by a shipwright with a dedicated heart. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa
1: where you are royalty. Specializing in children's hair, natural, weaved and relaxed hair. Looking for a professional stylist who cares not only about how good hair looks but also how healthy it feels then Royal Destiny Salon and Spa is the place for you. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, located at 4936 Albemarle Road, Suite 14, Charlotte, North Carolina. Call today to schedule your appointment for a more beautiful you. 724-734-8043. That number again is 724-734-8043.
2: Heart to Heart LLC announces the launch of Take Off The Mask, self-help ebook, The Ultimate Guide to Personal Transformation. Readers will get unstuck and move rapidly toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Alicia Nunn, author, certified relationship coach and licensed clinical social worker says, "We are all born with unlimited power and potential. Then life happens and we forget who we really are." Whether you're searching for true love or a more fulfilling career, purchase the ebook on Amazon.com and change your life in six weeks. Search Take Off The Mask at Amazon.com. Are you looking for the best women's products all in one convenient place? Everything from today's hottest beauty products or that perfect pair of fitting jeans. All in one easy to use website. Check out our special promotions and deals. Check out your new hotspot for online shopping. www.onlineshoppingfever.com. Get your new favorite finds today.
7: I'm
8: Darren Marlar, and this is your Daily Dose of Weird News. Miley Cyrus and Patrick Schwarzenegger are said to be dating, and Patrick's family is reportedly not happy about it, but he just sticks his tongue out at them, creepily. So how crazy do you have to be before Arnie and the Kennedys are embarrassed by you? Nestle thinks it can create a food that will burn fat just like exercising. Officials say they have identified how an enzyme in charge of regulating metabolism can be stimulated by exercise. Well, now they're inventing smart food that does the same thing, reducing body fat and increasing muscle without exercising. And it'll be made by Nestle. That means it'll taste like chocolate. Sign me up as a guinea pig on this one. Police have arrested a 28-year-old man who said they broke into an Austin, Texas business and stole multiple sausages. Surveillance video from Hudson Meats shows the man trying to break down the front door for about 20 minutes. The intruder then takes some sausages from the meat processing business, goes back outside, and then returns, grabbing a coat and falling asleep in the back office. Police officers woke up the thief who said that he'd been out drinking. Yep, that would have been my guess too. A young billionaire in China passed out $15,000 stuffed in thousands of red envelopes to random spectators of his luxurious wedding motorcade on Saturday. Crowds blocked traffic as the man handed out 40,000 envelopes containing cash. See, now that's the difference between the U.S. and China. In China, they block traffic in order to get money so they can spend it. In the U.S., protesters block traffic so people can't spend the money they already have. Fewer U.S. workers are planning to shop for the holidays online during work hours this year. In 2013, more than half, 54% of workers, said that they were using at least some work time to knock items off their list. But this year, that number drops to 47%, the lowest rate in about six years. However, that might be because there are 47% fewer people employed this year. But you know, that's, that's just a guess. Many residents of Reading, Pennsylvania do not apparently like this year's city's Christmas tree. They seem to think the 50-foot Norwood spruce is ugly. One resident says, it's nasty, it's pathetic, and they shouldn't have it here. If there was a squirrel, he'd be looking for a place to live for the winter. It wouldn't even go into this tree. The tree was purchased by a city official by the name of Mr. C. Brown. A mall in Maine has sacked Santa Claus after children and parents complained that he was rude, grumpy, and wouldn't even let one child sit on his lap. Officials at the Maine Mall in South Portland say they're looking now for a jollier Santa. Jessica Mayotte and her six-year-old daughter Chantel went to see Santa. They said he was rude and wouldn't let the girl sit on his lap when they said they didn't want to buy a $20 photo with him. And you don't even want to know what he did to the kid who asked for an official Red Ryder Carbine Action 200-shot range model air rifle. That's your Daily Dose of Weird News. I'm Darren Marlar. Get more weird news anytime, anywhere, for free with the Daily Dose of Weird News app. You can download it for free at DailyDoseOfWeirdNews.com. Calling
5: hey, all dreamers. Dreamers. You ready? Come and get it. You want it? Come and get it right here. Come and get it, for real. Just come and get it. Takes work, but you can get it. Takes time, but you can get it. Stop talking. Come and get it. Keep pushing and you will get it. You're hoping, ask for great things. When you dream Watching others make it happen Easily it seems But you don't see behind the scenes It's called the real deal You gotta make it happen Now that's keeping it real you ready
0: Hey guys, this is Melissa Magazine of Discussing It with Melissa. Thank you for joining us today. For th- today, we will be speaking with Kimberly Richardson, she's the president and founder of Widows of Opportunity, and that's a nonprofit organization based in Columbia, South Carolina, in a, um based in Columbia, South Carolina, in addition to leading this organization, Kimberly also serves as a motivational speaker who has been featured on various events and media outlets to share her story with the world. Kimberly lost her husband to a car accident at the age of 24 and started this organization to provide support to widows that she herself did not receive. She began in 2011 with only four widows and currently has connected with approximately 200 widows. Reaching outside of the Columbia, South Carolina area, now stretching internationally, including Texas, New York, New Jersey, Iowa, Atlanta, and Africa. So let me now allow Kimberly to introduce herself and share her story. Hi, Kimberly. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Melissa? Good, good, good. Why don't you just kind of give us um, a brief introduction of who you are and then start sharing your story about Widows of Opportunity. Well. I- like you said, I'm Kimberly Richardson. I'm the founder of Widows of Opportunity, and I'm going to have to do an update on my website because we started off with four widows, like you said, and we've reached approximately over a thousand widows. Um, we're known, <gasps> men oh, yeah. so
4: more great. than that. Oh my <laughs>
0: yeah, God. Uh, I have to go and edit the edit my website, but yes. Um, <laughs> Hey, now, Um
8: we're known in
0: 32 <laughs> states and seven countries. <laughs> okay, so redo that bio for me <laughs> because I did get it <laughs> off of your website. That is so misinformed. Okay, so you now like there's thousands of widows and thousands. thousands of widows. That's awesome. And then you mm-hmm. said 32 countries. We're 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 known in 32 states. In seven okay. countries, mhm, in seven countries, oh my gosh, you definitely need to go update that, okay so yeah, yeah she's she's getting around, guys, she's getting around, and trust <laughs> me this is this is a great organization, like I really wish that I knew about it for my mom and other people that I know, so this is awesome, thank you, um, okay, so do you want to expand more? On the bio part, portion
5: of it as far as? Um,
0: We're also, um, we have a, we do uh, workshops and support groups in Columbia, South Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia, and Zambia, Africa. Okay. So now that they know that you're stretching far and wide across the world, basically, um, (laughs) how about telling us how your organization, uh, Widows of Opportunity, was birthed? you know, and and Latin. what is its purpose. Say that last part again, Melissa. What is its purpose? Like the really widows okay. of opportunity was birthed after my the loss of my husband and not having the support that I needed. Um I had it in the beginning when I first lost my husband. Um but it's like when I buried him and the funeral was over with, everybody went on about their lives and I was left to deal with my emotions on my own. I was also left to raise my son, which at the time was six years old, on my own. So not only am I dealing with my grief, I'm dealing with his grief as well because we tend to forget about the little ones. They grieve as well. And so with me not having the support that I needed, um, I found myself um in dark doing you know, in darkness and doing things that um I wouldn't normally do, but I was an emotional wreck and I just found myself in a vicious circle cycle, um, making mistakes and you know, eventually after years, over five years had passed, I um got help and support um for my loss and other things that I were d I was dealing with and I just remember waking up one day Feeling really, really, really good about myself And I just said to myself at that point I needed to reach as many Widows as possible and let them know That there is hope and there is happiness After a loss Yeah, because that's actually a very hard thing To even, even though we know That, you know, death is a part Of life, unfortunately Mm -hmm. um, It is Kind of like you do lose A little bit of hope at the time Because you just, especially If it's sudden, I mean I, it's hard both ways, and I, I, I'm going to get to that question in a minute about what you think about that. But, I, you know, to suddenly lose somebody that you hadn't planned, you know, it's, yeah. it's kind of to me different when you kind of know ahead of time. It's still hard, but it's even yeah. harder when you just it's just, damn, it happened, and now you gotta yeah. you have to deal with it. You know,
4: yeah. so yes, it I do think. Mm-hmm.
0: We do lose, we do lose hope, even though we know we shouldn't. We know it's gonna happen eventually. You know, it's just really hard.
4: Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. sometimes
0: people bounce back. You know, exactly. That's right. They really don't. So I really, 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 I've been telling you this since I've I've spoken to you. I'm so (laughs) glad that you do have this organization, and I mean, and it's 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 like a special niche for it because honestly. Like, unless you are that person that has become a widow, you don't know how hard, or how to exactly. work, you know, in. It's, it's a different yeah. kind of thing. I, I shared with you about me losing my father or whatever. It's like, it's like one parent. Like, you only have one father. You only have one mother. You know, if you ever experience losing a child, it's a different kind of pain. Not to mm-hmm. negate that, So you know, losing anybody hurts. It's just mm-hmm. it's a different kind of thing, and it's so... If you can't explain it. So That's right. You this can't. No. So this is why I'm so glad that um, we are able to interview today so that you can shed some light on how people, you know, what you've done, you know, your experience on what you've done. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's it's a lot to bear, you know. And and you had a child. That's a whole different yeah. kind of, oh, my gosh, uh, yeah. what, what, how... How do you even explain death, and how do you even deal with the child? Because he's young; he's six years old. So how do you even deal? I think, you know, he was six and he was a baby; he was a child. But they're so—some kids are so intelligent. And you just have to be real with them. We can't beat around the bush when it comes to death. We want to say um, sometimes they say he went to sleep or he's sleeping and, or he all went right. to heaven and different things like that. You have to break this stuff down to these children because, okay, if he went to sleep and he went here, he went there, wherever you said he went, they're waiting for right. him to come back. So if you right. break it down to them in an early age and say, look, he's gone, and, and it's, it, it, it 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 all dep- it doesn't matter how you say it as long as you break it down for him, the child, to understand in a nice way. But they need to know that daddy is gone and daddy will never return again. Find a way to say it in a nice way. But they do not beat around the bush because they're going to keep looking for him and it only hurts them more. So get all of it out at once. Hmm? I said more what disappointment. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So I got it out. Um you know my husband um died September i mean excuse me October seventeenth two thousand three and um i he would take our son to school and pick our son up. I did not have to do that, and so when I picked my son up, um he was asking a bunch of questions, of course, that's what five year six year olds do, and he wanted to know where Daddy was, and I said,' we'll talk about daddy later because at that time, I wasn't ready to tell him, and then when we got to the house, it was full of people. And he's like, well, he saw his little cousins running around, so he ran and he played with them. And I told everybody, do not tell him anything. You know, I'm going to tell him. And so eventually I said, okay, later on that day, I need to tell him because before anybody tells him. And so I went and I told him and his response was, am I going to get another daddy? Oh, and I looked God. at him like, no, you're not. And I just walked away and just was I was done. I was just in tears at that point. And then maybe 30, 45 minutes later, they said that I needed to come come downstairs because he was mad and he was crying and he was just having, like, a tantrum um, about his daddy being dead. And I and I went down there and I was able to talk with him and console him about that. But I, at that point I was able to tell him, Daddy, not coming back and you have the right to be mad and sad and cry and it's okay to be mad. Um, but I just was really honest with him at that point about the death. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a lot for a five-year-old. <laughs> that's a lot for, yeah. you, but for, five, for yeah. anybody, but, yeah. you know, for a five-year-old. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's like a double thing for you to deal with your, your grief and
4: yeah. to be able
0: to explain and help your child deal with theirs. Exactly. But that takes me to my next question. What advice can you give others on how to ease, you know, ease their pain of losing their spouse? Like what are some of the steps that you've done or, like where did you find help or or comfort or if any, what did you do? For me, I I had a rough road because I didn't know any better, so I didn't grieve. I I couldn't I stand the sad feeling. Um, whenever I would think about my husband, I would start to shake really bad. And so for me to stop shaking, I would automatically get up. I don't care what I was doing, Melissa. I don't care. I will get up and move around. I will leave. I will go go somewhere. I'll just get busy, and I did that so much until I wasn't able to grieve this loss. And it's like grief is like a sweeping dirt under uh, under a rug. You know,
4: yeah. getting ready
0: to have company, and we throw the clothes and stuff in the closet and we put stuff under the bed. And you constantly yeah. sweeping dirt under the rug, that rug is going to yeah. get taller and taller, and you're going to trip over and hurt yourself. And that's what I did. Yeah. I, to refuse to deal with my grief, and I constantly swept it under the rug, and it, it dealt with me, and it dealt with me in different ways. So what I would say for those people is cry. You know, if you feel that that sadness coming up on you, if you're in a privacy of your own home, you you know, in your car, you're in the bathroom somewhere, um, you're comfortable at, let it out. You know, don't don't hold it in, don't run away from it like I did, because it's going to come. Either you control it, or it will control you. And it's okay to grieve, and don't let anyone tell you or make you feel like there's something wrong with you grieving because that's another thing. Um, you have your family and friends, and they like, oh, here we go again. Girl, move right. on. He wants you to be like this. And if, he was, if it was him, he would probably be moving on and happy. No, 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 no. Once you right. find yourself around people like that, then you need to remove yourself from people like that. Because if you are crying, if your husband passed away and it's a year later and you're still crying, it's okay. Two years, three years, it's okay. Lord, There's 20. a time limit on grief right. and that's what people do. It's been a year, you need to move on. Excuse me, that first year does not even count because mostly right. the, most of the time that first year you're running around trying to get stuff done, do this, do that. Yes. You're crazy in the head that yes. first year. Yes.
8: And that's, so that's, that's the other
0: forward. thing where people really, like if no one goes through this, they don't
4: understand.
0: You don't even have yeah. time. Because it's too much. It's so much stuff, you know, yeah. that you have to handle, and it trickles on past the year. Like my find yeah. stuff, I'm still much yeah. stuff from that, you know.
1: Yes. So like,
0: exactly. And, and you don't really you know, you have to make decisions like at a drop of a dime. Like, yes. man, you don't have time to think. You don't have time to feel. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, and so people really don't understand it. And the other, yeah. the thing that I learned, and again, it's not you know I, I I'm not married, so I don't know, you know, if it's equivalent or not. But what I've learned is that people, you have to, you have to grieve. You have to do whatever it is for you, whatever that is. Some people yeah. write. Some people cry. Some people scream. Some people, you know, yeah. go to their face. You know, whatever it is, you have to do it. And and yeah. you're right. Nobody can force you. Nobody can spoon feed you. And, and honestly, what really aggravates me, and it's just my own thing. But it aggravates me because you don't have the words to comfort anybody when they lose someone like that, close, like mm-hmm. like the inter- relationship. There's no words to comfort anybody. Yes. So it's really better that you say nothing. It's there really better go. for you to just come to me and say, you know what, I don't know what this feels like. Don't tell me you empathize or sympathize, especially if you had never lost, you know, had this type yes. of loss. So like, don't English, know, so that I'll just I'll me off <laughs> for you yeah, to exactly. say that. Yeah and that and guess what Melissa that pisses me off too. Whenever that used to drive me crazy when someone would come to me and say, I know what you're going through and I would say to them, You know how it is to bury a husband. So you so you since you know what I'm going through. You know how it is to go to the cemetery or go to, you know, the funeral home and view a body. Got biased. And I went on and I was very detailed and blunt and they looking at me like I'm crazy that you said you understood. I'm not trying to be mean, but I just want you to think about before you speak. You don't understand nothing of this than what I've done? Nothing. Period. I mean, absolutely nothing. And you, I under, I understand that they're trying to be sympathetic, <laughs> but it's not, it's not a place for you to be sympathetic because <laughs> for somebody like me, all you doing is pissing me off, and it just, yeah. and that's whole another you have to deal with again. Like it's just emotional yeah. type, emotional type of emotion, emotional type of emotion, and people do not get it. But, so, oh yeah. my God, it's like, oh, you, I just thank God for you. Like, I'm glad
4: <laughs>
0: that <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I really wish that they have like each niche broken down because I think every niche is mm-hmm. kind of special in its way. Like the widows, right. like that is a very special niche. Somebody who lost their parents,
1: mm-hmm. that's a mm-hmm. very special
0: niche. Somebody it's who true. lost their children,
1: that's you right.
0: know. <laughs> That's like unnatural for you to have to bury your child. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like oh, uh, so it's just it's just a lot. So I know we just really ran off. I'm only on the third question. <laughs> but I really I really want people to understand, please if you do not if you have never gone through this, just don't say anything. The only thing mm-hmm. that we would like for you to do is just say you're there for us. If we mm-hmm. want to reach out to you and if we want to, you know, confide or co- whatever it is that we need to yeah. bring, yeah, whatever, then just be there. Don't that's say true. nothing. <laughs> that's that's, that's right. the help you give, you know. And it's then in not, other ways. Hard, no.
5: But yeah. it's hard
0: for them to do that because for, you have to be, you can't be selfish when it comes to grief and, and looking out for somebody. People are so selfish and it's like, okay, I'm getting ready to go over here and check on Melissa or I'm going to check on Kim, and I want to talk. It ain't, it's not time to talk. Take, take, right. just understand when you walk into the house, you need to just be quiet and just sit there, hold day and or just sit there so they can see you. And if you have to sit there for two hours and nobody say nothing, it doesn't matter. They're not going to forget that. They'll remember you. Exactly. You know, I'd rather you remember me being quiet. They remember me, oh, I remember her, because we're never going to forget that. Ten years from now, I'm still going to remember that person who exactly. said, oh, hey, I remember you. Um, I, I understand what you're going through. I'm sorry. I know you're supposed to forgive and forget, but I'm never going to forget those people. Never. And I'm never going to forget those people who were there for me. So I'd rather you remember me being there for you, not saying anything, than putting my foot in my mouth. <laughs> right, exactly. And then, you know, and, it's, and for me, the ones that were there, it's easy for me to reach out to them now that I'm ready to talk about things. or. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I want to share, I'm free to uh, openly share with them because I know they know how to just listen to me. Like, I just need – and when I ask them for anything, you know, support or whatever, they'll know how to give it to me. And it's nothing – like I said, it's nothing against those people who's trying to be there. It's just take it from people like us, you know what I mean? Like, because everybody's different, but mostly – what we're feeling is anger, and all you're doing is compounding that anger, and that's just more emotions that we gotta fight, like figure out, you know, fight through, and all it, it's just crazy. So just don't be, just say, nothing. <laughs> just say nothing. Exactly, and that's hard for people to understand. But don't say, don't say a word. That's right. Don't say just don't. Um, do you think it matters if it's a sudden death? This is what I was speaking about earlier, or one that you know is coming. And the reason why I ask is that if you know ahead of time, do you think getting counseling would help them, like kind of like just get them in that headspace? You know, it's a different kind of headspace. Because, and you know, it's a little thing that I learned because I never had to bury someone that close to me. So I didn't know how much stuff was going to cost. I didn't know that, like, mm-hmm. you know, the little flowers that they go on top of the casket? Yes.
4: Like, these,
0: these are very expensive. I had yes. to make, like, out a suit. I never you know what I mean, like it's just the little different mm-hmm. details that you never know yeah. that you have to think about until you have mm-hmm. to do it. You know? So what do you think well, about that? Um, being that I've I talk to uh, widows on a weekly basis all over the world and do the workshops and the support groups as well, um, they it doesn't okay, obviously if you have if you if the doctor tells you your husband has six months to live it seems like for them, we're in denial at that point. Oh, well, the doctors don't know everything. I'm going to pray to God because God right. is going you know, I don't care what he said. My husband's going to be God. here, you know. And so when your husband died and, you, and the doctor told you you had six months or whatever, you just can't believe it. You know, you're spending time with him and you're, and you, and you're taking care of him, but still you have that big old hope that he's not going anywhere, and so when yes. he does die, you're in shock, even though the doctor told you, but the doctors don't know everything, who are you to tell me my husband's going to die in six months, because God is you know that's it right. and then so you you have people like those widows like that, then you have a widow like myself where I'm talking to you, see you later, and the next time I, I don't see you later you you're you're gone, you're dead so so right. I'm you know it's both of us are devastated, and you would think to say, okay, well, because you you had a little time with him. And she didn't, one, it hurts the most. I think we all just, you know, we don't expect it no matter what. And Mm -hmm. um, I would say to those women, you know, they, they have to, when they come in and they talk about it and they're sad, you have to appreciate the fact that you had a timer on it. Even though you decided not to take it serious, you have to appreciate the fact that you knew that. You know what? It's possible that he's going to leave in six months. And guess what? I promise you, in those six months, you acting like he had some sense. If the doctor told you that, you did not. You change your whole entire attitude. You change your way with that your spouse because like it's possible my baby might not make it. So I'm not going to be as mean as I used to. I'm not going to fuss. I'm not going to matter of fact. I'm gonna treat him like a king, or I'm gonna do extra for him. So you had the luxury of spending them, those last months and days and hours with him, um, knowing that it's possible that he could die versus me. When my husband died, the night that my husband died, we got an argument. I mean, I cussed my husband out, and I rejected him. You know, he wanted to kiss. He said, give me a kiss. I said, no. I had no idea that that was going to be the last time I saw my husband. And so that's my last memory with my husband. But if I knew had the luxury to say, okay, guys, to Kim, he's going to leave on this date. I would have never done that. You know, I, I took it for granted that he'll be here forever. So, the answer to your question is um, I think we both are both were in shock. And for the, for some of the women who saw their husbands declining, I mean, you can tell, okay, he's getting, you know, hospice is involved, he's getting ready to yeah. leave. Um, right. It's different for them versus the women who, you know, where okay, he still looks good, good.
7: Mm-hmm.
0: and he passed away. So it all depends on how they how they were declining because some, some women and their husbands were so strong all the way up until the day they died, and then you had the ones who my husband was 200 pounds and he went all the way down to 80 pounds, and it's obvious he's going to leave soon. So it all depends on that, um, how they passed in those last days. Do you think that if, I mean, if for the ones who, even though, I, like I said, Face becomes really strong with people because that's. I mean, why, why not? You know what I mean? Like, why are we going through all this to believe if we're not going to exercise
4: our faith?
5: Mm-hmm. You
0: know. What I mean? So Maybe I get that, wrong. but mm-hmm. at the same time, there's a reality. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's it's hard. Like I'm. I mean, I'm like again. I'm not knocking anything. It's just that sometimes we do have our faith, but at the same
5: time, he gives you.
0: <laughs> Wisdom. So if you have mm-hmm. this position, and he's telling you this, these things, it's not like you taking it for truth. It's facts. It's okay. This is this and this. We're in a natural realm. We are humans living in a natural realm of things.
4: Mm-hmm. So
0: mm-hmm. this is what's happening. So what I'm saying is, like, I guess what I'm going to do is use myself as an example because I believe mm-hmm. that my dad knew that he was going
5: yeah. to
0: die. I think I shared mm-hmm. that with you. However, Mm -hmm. he thought it was best that he didn't tell us, and I this to the utmost, okay, I'm, like, I'm not a parent yet, you know, I I mean, I I understand his reasoning, okay, because I am an adult, and I I get it, I understand his reasoning, he thought that's what was best for us, however, because he's gone, he doesn't know the after effects of it, like, I feel like I could have went to go see him because I didn't get a chance to see my dad either before he passed away. And I feel like if he would have told me, I would I have to have made arrangements to go see him before this happened or whatever, you know what I mean?
4: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's just mm-hmm. the after effects of everything that comes along with that because mm-hmm. we're the ones left here picking up pieces. So yes. I feel like if I would have known, for me myself, I would have appreciated going to some kind of counseling or grief counselor just to help me know how to deal with the emotions that I had no idea that I was going to have. It's it's just different. It's a different kind of, uh, it's all kind of, I went through about a thousand emotions in 10 seconds. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I've never felt that way. So mm-hmm. if I had someone that could have helped me understand what it would be like or some, give me some kind of foresight into what, like, to prepare me, I would have appreciated that. And what you're saying is it, didn't, it don't really matter for some people either way, right? I feel like some people, because of, because I've talked to so many that way, I've talked to so many women whose husbands died of these illnesses and they knew and they had timers, The um the doctors gave them a certain amount of time and it still didn't matter to them because they had hope. And they were so angry when their husbands died. And I had one lady whose husband was sick for 10 years, and he was dying. She said he died every other month. You know, they had to bring him back. They had to bring him back. So when he died this last time, when he died and he never came back, she's like, where is he at? So you get so used to your husbands. Some of husbands have been so sick for so long. You have them when they get sick, and in six months they're gone. You have people who sick for five, six, seven years. And so that's why they have so much hope. It's like, well, you know. He's been like this for three years, I and mean, he's not going anywhere. And so when they do finally go, it's like I can't believe it. Um, and and you you know, I do tell them with that, and or and now in the grieving process, now that you know you're you're, you're upset and you're hurting, I just mm-hmm. you have to you have to take responsibility. The doctor did tell you first of all. The doctor did tell you that you had six months. He had six months, and. Obviously, he was correct. So don't, you know, you can't be upset with God with that. And also, with life is death. Our vows say, till so death do us part. Somebody's going to pass away. It just so happened to be our husbands. So we can't not expect not to die. We all are going to die.
4: You know, right.
0: and sometimes I have to go there, and sometimes I don't. It depends on who I'm talking to and how long they've been in it. If they've been in the grief for, or if they're new to the grief, I won't dare say that. It's not the time for that. But if they've right. been in it for a while, I need, I'm gonna need i going to need to look, y'all. Let's just be real here. Let's, let's look at the facts here, you know. And let's break down the facts. The facts are we, we're going to pass away some. All, everybody's going to pass away. And so right. you have to appreciate what you had and, and, and appreciate the memories that you had. No one can take your memories. Right, and we have to learn how to adjust, and that's the hard part. Oh, that's the hardest part, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's that's what it really is about. (laughs) That's it. Um, Yeah. Um, Some people want to isolate themselves when they're grieving, Mm -hmm. right? So what suggestions can you give them, you know, when they're feeling that way? Luckily, widows of opportunity has yeah, I found a widow of opportunity a couple of years ago. And so when they're feeling down and out, they can come and, and get on Facebook with us because we're on Facebook every single day and we talk to widows every single day on Facebook. Um we've helped so many widows on Facebook that are across the country, across the world. I mean they I mean one lady was just done and that's what she said, I'm 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 done. This is this is terrible. And so we were able to talk with her and get her out of that mood for that moment. And she felt so good to know that, you know what, you actually listen and I'm not alone. And so for right. some of us, if we don't have anybody and I did not have anybody, so I felt that way. I didn't have anybody who could get who can, who can get it. And, I, and I'm, I was tired of being judged and I was tired of the faces and I was, and I can tell you didn't want to hear it anymore. And so I was like, you know what, I won't talk to nobody. So, Again, for those people who feel like they don't have anybody and and nobody understands, Widows of Opportunity does understand. So my advice to them is to definitely surround themselves around positive people. Um, Look into getting some therapy. Be careful with that therapy, though, because the therapists, some of them are amazing, and some of them, they don't want to do their job, so they want to put you on this type of medication. They talk to you for a little bit, and then you need to get on medication. You know, it's like they put you on a timer and if you don't look too good in a year, so we need to put you on these pills or something to make you feel better and get you some smiling on your face or whatever their reason is for that. So surround yourself around positive people, um, seek therapy. Definitely um um check out widows of opportunity. Doesn't matter the place, the location you're in, we're there to help you through your loss and maybe even look into um a group. There may be a support group, um In your area um, that will, that caters to um, widows, and, you know, maybe you want to look into that. But definitely um, it's important, Melissa, that they surround themselves around positive people. Right. And it's kind of hard to do sometimes. Hmm? Yeah. You said that you guys talk to widows every day on Facebook. Every day on Facebook, yes. So why don't you yeah tell them how to find you you know on Facebook like if there was a if there was so, something they need to yeah to say get off chat to mm-hmm. people who understand and you have that you know that you know you have that 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 place for them that they can come to yes. at any point in time if they can go okay so if you're on Facebook they go to Facebook.com/slash Widows of Opportunity, um, or you could just type in Widows of Opportunity and we'll pop up um, and send us a message. You know, inbox us and you know, say our name and such. If you want direct contact to us, inbox mm-hmm. us and we'll hit you back. Also, um, the great thing about Widows of Opportunity and Facebook is that they finally found a place where they, that, where we get it. So we always put stories on there on a the daily. Um, try to put every day we try to post a story or post something that happened to one of us so that they can really get it. And um, we talk with them that way as well. And I notice whenever we post something, um, everybody's talking to everybody. So sometimes they don't even inbox me because they talked to somebody else um, <laughs> who can relate. So it's always just like, wow, you know, this is great. You know, that was the whole thing, with a support system. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And that's yes. good. That's you know, Everybody, you know, you need it. So that's great. I really, really, really am glad that, that there's an organization out there for them. I really do. Because, like I said, before um, we got in contact with each other, like, honestly, just being selfish, basically, I never thought to even look for a group. Like, I just never knew it existed, you know. Be- you know why? Because I didn't need it. I'm looking for someone to support me can. as a parent. Yeah. <laughs> you know it what I'm really saying? You know? So I, I really am glad that, you know, you, you, you allowed the Lord to use you that way. Um, do you think that self-esteem have any correlation to grief or depression? Yes, of course. Yes, yes. For us, for me, um, we did a, you know, what is the opportunity to self-esteem um um, did one last year we did it. And what I did was I asked all the widows to write down three things that they loved about themselves. And you could hear the birds chirping. They was like, really? No, I don't know. I can't write down three things. And they all looking like, are you serious? I said, okay, right. well, forget it. What we're going to do is, it was, and there was like 20 women in the room that day, which was even, that was awesome. And I said, I want everybody to stand up, come and stand up in the front of the room, and we're gonna, everybody's going to write down three things that we like about you. We're going to look at you, and we're going to write down. It needs to be physical. I don't want to hear about, oh, you're smart. and No, 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 right. physical things. And so 20 women said, you know, we did it, and we started naming off stuff, and everybody would name off, you know, i say, Melissa, stand up, and all 20 women would say, exactly what they thought was beautiful. And when you hear 20 women say to you almost the same, you know they're telling the truth because they're saying right. almost the same thing, like, oh, your eyes, oh, my goodness, your hair, you know, your your body or whatever. It's like, okay. When men, women, the ladies walked out of there, they were in a different head game.
8: Once
0: right. you build up your confidence, then you can, you can go out there and look for that new job or you can go out there and do whatever you want to do um, when your confidence is up. When when your confidence is down, you don't feel good about yourself, you don't feel like, I can do it, I'm not smart enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not good enough. And so that was the whole purpose of that, because when we were married, our husbands, well, I know my husband complimented me, and when he met me, I was 130 pounds. When he passed away, I was 250 pounds. And he treated me like I was 130 pounds the entire marriage. He made me feel good when I was pregnant. He made me feel good when I was busting out my jeans. It, it, he made me feel like it was okay to be 250. Yeah, I need to lose some weight, and I did. But he never made me feel like I was too big for my. I was too big, and that also made me feel good about myself, Melissa. I still walked around like, yeah, I'm cute. Yep, 250 pounds, and I'm fine. You know, because of right. the way my husband treated me and made me made me feel. So when we lost our husbands, we lost that confidence. Who's going to tell me I look good in my dress? Who's going to tell me my hair is nice? Who's going to tell me this? Who's going to tell me that? Because we no longer have that that guy, our husband. And what I tell the ladies is you're actually you're the same person physical-wise, okay? Um, you're still that same beautiful woman that he saw. You are. You're just grieving right now. You're hurting. So whenever you get dressed, you look in the mirror and you think about what he told you. Hey, babe, you're you looking good in that dress because you are. You know, and that's why I tell them. You know, sometimes we you want to hear somebody say, "You look nice today, Melissa. You look nice today, Kimberly." But also those memories should get there and say, "You know what? That is, what I do look good. Yeah, you, you know, I, he he, why? You know, he loved me because I was taller. I was light skinned or because my eyes, because of whatever it is. That hasn't changed. The Only thing changed was the mental part of you. The physical is still there. And for most of the women, they've lost weight because grief is like that. You don't you don't eat. So I told the ladies, if anything, you look better. <laughs> Physical, like your, <laughs> your physique, so bad because I dropped fifty pounds quick. You know, I, I was two fifty when he passed, and I was two hundred within two to three months. I had dropped fifty whole pounds. That that I couldn't eat anything. So,
8: so that's like was
0: well, yeah, depression. So, mm-hmm. so you like you, you know, a part of your identity mm-hmm. went when he went. You know, mm-hmm. yes. Yes. exactly. like, you got to start, like, finding yourself again Exactly sure. But no, Melissa You have to find You don't find yourself again you, It's it's a new norm now You're no longer a wife So you got to step outside of And uh-huh. I tell the ladies You have to step outside of that wife and mother Because most of them, the children are older So they're, you know, they're not raising their kids And most of them, the babies I uh-huh. had a six-year-old So now my focus is being a mother and a single woman Wow. So you're the, so you there you go. And so that in itself is stressful, puts you in depression yeah. because it's like yeah. you are you kidding me? Now I gotta find a new I gotta find a new um me right because I was that homemaker, right. I was that wife, I was that caretaker. You're no longer right. that person. You got to find you now. Mm. And yeah, that's and guess what? That's scary because some people don't want yeah. to find them and some people use their use their husbands. still today they use their husband or used for the ones who passed away, their husbands, for their happiness. For me, Melissa, that was my happiness at that time, my husband, my son. So when you talk to me, I talked about my marriage, my husband this, my husband that, my son this, my son that. But what about Kimberly? There was no Kimberly. My, I had no identity. That's why I just used to talk about my husband and what he's doing for me and my baby. He's doing this. Now when your your husband's gone, who are you going to talk about? Right. Who are you? You you have wow. I had nobody so I had to find the new me. What do Kimberly want? What do Kimberly want to do with herself? Wow. What's going to make Kimberly happy? And that is hard as hell, Melissa. Yes. I, yes, I can imagine. I can only imagine that. Oh my gosh! So that's that's wow. That's a whole another journey. Like that's a yes. If you want me to – then I have to grieve my loss and also find me. Right. Not, it, yeah. Yeah. Right. And I didn't even – honestly, I didn't even think about that part of it because I'm still looking at you as wife and as a mother. I haven't even, like, separated you, you know. Just, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm still mm-hmm. like my mom. I'm not thinking of her mm-hmm. single. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, I'm not thinking of her yep. single. I'm not – never, you know – So that's Mm -hmm. part of the problem too. I see. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm getting revelation on this call myself
4: because,
0: (laughs) you know, no, really, because I still see them that way as well. You know, Mm -hmm. and so I'm not. That's why I don't understand what they're going through because, yeah, that makes sense now. Wow. Mm -hmm. So maybe that is part of the problem as to the whole, you know, not 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 that they don't understand about that. Right, okay, we all do. But also the dynamic it's it's so many dynamics to it other than just them burying someone. It's like they have to literally, like you said, find you. Again. Yeah. Like it's like and especially what if you never even knew who you was before you got married. Most of us don't like, most of us don't. You know why? Because most of us got married at eighteen Nineteen twenty, and the average eighteen, nineteen, twenty-year-old don't know herself, and she needs help, and she's a mess. dot com <laughs> Right? <laughs> i don't I'm I don't know who I am. I think I know. Who I, am. I don't need nothing. But I'm I'm in a marriage. So a lot of them, a lot of us, got married at a young age and was with them for ten, twenty, thirty, forty years. Oh my God! You 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 went from a child to an adult. Wow. And now you you're standing here and looking in the mirror, and especially if you're older. And I don't I mean I don't, I don't think age has nothing to do with anything because I've seen wow. you know wow. I've mm-hmm. seen women sixty seventy eighty ninety um uh, eighty doing their things. I mean they making moves and they they you know they living their life. And right. and to me age doesn't matter because my husband was twenty seven when he died. So it doesn't even you can't even say you know oh I'm too old I'm too young. Life is short. Right. And, and every morning you can get up and do something, do something. Set your goals. You know, I was watching um, Golden Girls one night and Sophia said that she wanted to go to school and be a doctor. And um Dorothy said, You'll be a hundred years old when you graduate <laughs>
4: And
0: and um Sophia said I'll be a hundred anyway. And I was like, That's so true. Like I'm gonna true. be a hundred anyway, so at least I'll be a hundred and be a doctor versus just be a hundred. So I was like, yeah, I always um, tell people That's, about that. But, yeah. So it's about the perspective. The, it's all about how you, you see things.
1: Mhm. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: And so that she's right. You're going to make, you know, hopefully you make it to 100. You want to make it to 100 doing what it is that you yes. want to do, whatever it is that you define you. you're happy as. Yes, exactly. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely want to thank you for helping me. <laughs> see that I need to see that person not as, you know, a wife. If you know, until they become remarried again. But I mean, you do have to kind of separate that. Wow, that's awesome. That's really awesome. Um, I have one more question because I think we did kind of go over our time. I really don't. We haven't even got half the questions that I have for you. We or have to do part that. two then, Melissa. We have to do part two <laughs> because I have. And, and you know, I told you before, like, I actually got questions from other people. Like, these, not all of these questions were for me, but it was other questions <laughs> from other women that wanted to know these things. So I actually put it out there, and they actually put these questions to me. So, you know, they want to know their answers. So, yeah, we got to get them the answers. Kimberly, if you don't mind, we have to come I back don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind. Awesome. Awesome. Good. So, let me just ask you this one other, maybe two. <laughs>
4: Questions
0: and we're going to end it. You're going to give them, you know, how to reach you other than Facebook, like your website, yeah. and anything like that, that you want to give. And then yeah. we're going to put it out. And I, I want you to just hold the line, okay? So I'm going to ask yeah. you these two questions. Um, sometimes people, well, no, let me ask you this one. Um, compare yourself to the woman you were you know, then, prior to widowhood, to the woman you are now, like right now. Like just give us a comparison. Because, so, that, like, so that woman that was 24 years old that lost her husband when she was 24,
7: mm-hmm.
0: she was miserable. She was angry. She was overwhelmed with grief, denial. She was an overall wreck. Um, she hated herself. She didn't. Um, she didn't trust anyone. She just felt like, at that point, she had nothing to live for. Her world, everybody, everything, her husband, her best friend, her lover, her father's, her son's father. Her world was taken from her, and so she, she didn't care how she treated people, how she treated herself. The woman today is is considerate, caring loyal, she's respectful, she knows her worth. She loves herself. She knows what love is. And she knows that there is happiness after a loss. And God is truly amazing. He makes no mistakes. Yeah. There with life there's death. I was blessed to have a husband um to take care of me in our son. I was blessed to have someone to actually love me and I love them back. So I look at it totally different. I'm, I've, I've come a long way, and I thank God for allowing me to be able to to see this day and to to be here still because I was in a reckless. And so,
4: um,
0: I've come a long way, and, and thank God. And um, in and, in and, and everything happens for a reason. He put me in those yeah. places and, and and had me do those things so that when I started this journey, everybody has a purpose, and this was not my purpose. Um, my um, he, I, I had to be scarred and and um abused and all that to, to to re when I meet other women like myself I can understand and have compassion. If I haven't if all I did was lost the husband and then that's it, that's all had that happened, that's a lot, but there's more when it's more the widows of opportunity. We meet women who've lost the husband and there's other things that they're dealing with. That I'm mm-hmm. so familiar with, and so it's like at the time when I was going through it, I hated it, I didn't understand it, Lord, take me now, and now today, I look at and like, thank you, Jesus, the more wow. stars I have, the more knowledge I have, the more wisdom I have, the more I can help a person exactly so, exactly, and that's exactly what I put in my notes. you know that's so funny I, this is how I know <laughs> that divine you know seriously, like divinely connected because that's what I put in my notes, I didn't want to say it, but it's like this unfortunate tragedy mm-hmm. kind of pushed you into this entrepreneurship. And so, mm-hmm.
1: it's,
0: yeah, it's unfortunate, but you're helping so many other people.
1: You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And,
0: and it's different little, different little, I guess, scars or wounds or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. It's like, like for me, I feel like there's a difference in anointing and giftings and those different things because of talent and skills, let me put it that way there's we have a lot of talent and a lot of skills and a lot of ability. But I do mm-hmm. believe there's a difference between that skill and the talent and gift. You're gifted. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm gifted I can I can see people pain. Yeah.
5: I can I
0: can I can feel them. I can feel it. Mm-hmm. But no matter how happy they try to act, no mm-hmm. matter what facade they put up, I can spot smell it Whatever you want
4: to call
0: it, like I see people pain, and sometimes, you know, part of my part of my thing that I have to develop more in is how not to put their burden or their pain on me because I feel it, so I want to mm-hmm. take it on. You know, what right. I mean? because I want to help. That's you know right. what I mean? Like, and, and and it's it's hard. So I I don't know if it's the same for you because. You know, when you get to these women, your heart just bleeds for them because like, this is your gift, specifically, like it's a specific thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can tell when it hurt, And we talked about this before, the self-esteem part to that, because you can speak to them in a way that I wouldn't be able to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. but then, exactly. there's some, Yeah, there's something about their pain, even though it has nothing to do with the death of their husband or whatever it is. It's something about just pain that I can speak to them and then that you wouldn't be able to so it's it's a gift and only that comes
9: from mm-hmm. the creator.
0: Only that's that right. comes from the creator and it's only in the pe- like only in us being developed <laughs> in, in ourselves. You know? But we
4: also
5: mm-hmm.
0: also have to like activate it and work work it too. So yeah. I think that's why some people <laughs> they're running away from what it is <laughs> they're supposed to do because it's it's kinda overwhelming because you're actually being birthed your pain. That's a hard thing. You mm-hmm. know yeah. what I'm saying?
4: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so I wrote that down about you. I was like, this is, it was unfortunate. Not like I said, I wasn't going to say it, but since you did,
4: <laughs> I,
0: had to, <laughs> I had to say it because I just truly believe that's. yeah, like this is why you you are definitely here for this. Mm-hmm. You definitely said Um. I guess I'm going to let that be the last one. Am I? Let me see if I want to ask you one more thing. Um
5: hmm.
4: Yeah, because
0: if I ask you this other question that I really <laughs> wanted to ask you, it'll be another <laughs> it'll be another thirty minutes. So <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that, Kimberly, but I have so, so many other questions that I wanted to get to, um, and I have to get them answered because, like I said, I got these from other widows. Um, and I prefer, excuse me, Melissa, if we can do part two and part three, because even if you take those answers that I gave you and you put them online, yeah. it's not yeah. going to be what you ask me right now. Right. You know, if you ask me in another interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. <laughs> so let's just, at the end, I want you... Uh, we're going to wrap it up, guys. I'm so sorry we had to cut this short, and I know this is helping everybody, but um, I don't want to, you know, go past my guidelines <laughs> for the show. So uh, we have to wrap it up, Kimberly, and I would like for you to give them all of your contact information that you want to share that you want to sure. have are able to reach you. And, you know, if you have, I think you have a couple of things coming up as well. So if you would like to tell them, like, some future plans and some things that they can look out for, you know, some things that they can be involved in to help them, that would be great as well. And then sure. hold the line. Okay.
1: Sure.
0: Are you still there? Do I speak now?
5: Yes. Mhm.
0: Okay. Okay, so for you, they can visit widowsofopportunity dot com if they want to know anything about the organization. They want to ask any questions. They want to contact us. Um, they also can go to Facebook, um, like our page, and you can go on there as well and ask any questions and contact us at um, facebook dot com slash widows of opportunity. Also, um, you can call me if you're a widow. Um, if you have any questions that you want answered asap, eight zero three two three eight. 5301 And we do take Donations, we are 501c3 And those donations go towards supporting Widows in need, if they ever want to Donate, if you ever want to donate You can donate at widowsofopportunity.com Widows of Opportunity Will be having a support group In Columbia, South Carolina um, On December 30th Um, We also will be having a, A workshop in Atlanta, Georgia On December 15th um the and we the um workshop in Zambia Africa will be to be announced. But for more information about it you can go on um go to widows dot com to get that information. So South Carolina we meet the last Tuesday of every month.
4: Mm-hmm. In Atlanta,
0: Georgia we meet the third Monday of every month. And again it's widows of dot com. My number is eight oh three two three eight. Five three zero one, and Facebook dot com slash Widows of Opportunity. Okay, I know this is going to sound really stupid, but can you spell out? I that, sure can. Yeah. the so widows is widows is W I D O W S, of O F opportunity O P P O R T U I
4: T Y. It I should yeah. understand
0: uh, You know, it's like it gets like that sometimes. So let's let's. Show All right. That. Did I spell opportunity right? No. So <laughs> no. let me let me do one
4: more
0: time. One more time, slow it. It's dot Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so.
4: <laughs>
0: so that's the correct website and the Facebook. Mm-hmm. And she gave you her number, guys. That was very generous of her. But please make sure that it's about business, widows right. needing comfort, you know, support. That's when you call her number now, um, Kimberly. I hope you might not have to change your, your number, honey, because... <laughs> You got one. I have another. Okay, number. good.
4: <laughs> good. <laughs> because mm-hmm.
0: I'm just saying. Um, okay, so this is good. This is part one. Um, me and Kimberly, after the show, we'll discuss um, when I'll be able to do or uh, when our schedules will um, line up what we can do a part two and probably a part three because I honestly have like thirty questions mm-hmm. for. Yeah. There's no that's way we're true. ever going to Yeah, there's no way we're ever going to get done with them. So, um I'll let you know about that guys. But for now, I just wanna thank you guys for listening and Kimberly, I wanna thank you for joining us and, and sharing your story and
4: thank you know, you for creating
0: a, Yeah, no problem, no problem. Um, creating a specific organization, you know, to help nurture and educate and empower widows. Like that's yes. a wonderful and beautiful thing. So thank you so much for that. And thank yeah. you for joining me now. And thank you for agreeing to do a couple more shows <laughs> to get it all in. No problem. Not a problem. Thank you. Thank you. So just hold yeah. the mic for me. Okay. okay. Thank you so- Thank you so much for staying tuned to This Needs to be Said. I've learned a lot. I'm sure you've learned a lot. If you've never lost a spouse, I'm sure that opened your eyes because if we've lived any amount of time. We've met at least one person that has lost a spouse, and there's no age for someone to lose a spouse. They're not always an old person. Like this lady said, her husband was 27 years old when he passed. And I had a girlfriend this year. She's younger than I am, and her husband passed away this year. So you, if you don't know what to say, I think this is a great organization to help you to be able to be a better friend to someone who's lost. And if you are someone who's lost a loved one, lost a spouse, You definitely want to connect with Kimberly Richardson. At this time, I want to share with you my interview with Miss Aisha Martin. She's been on with us before, definitely a lady that knows her business. We're going to talk about her latest organization, Precious Gems Worldwide, which is a lifestyle brand that caters to phenomenal women everywhere. I'm getting ready to welcome her to This Needs to Be Said or back to This Needs to Be Said at this time. Welcome back, Aisha. How are you?
9: I'm great. Thank you so much for having me back. How are
0: you? I, I think I just murdered your name, didn't I? No, <laughs> you did. <It's> <laughs> okay. I was like, you know, I get started talking because we talk so much online that you don't have to verbalize a person's name. I know I can spell it right. I was like, I, I bet you I murdered that girl's name just now. So you would no. think she's not someone I talk to a lot, but I do talk to her, but it's just online. So welcome back to This Needs to Be Said. And ironic that you said lifestyle brand because you're all about branding and making sure that a person in business stands out for what it is that they want to be known for. So tell us about Precious Gems Worldwide, how you got started with that, who it caters to, how we can be a part, of, you know, all that stuff. I want all I want oh, to all your business. Oh, oh, that's a good, juicy, so
9: okay. <laughs> okay, that's absolutely no problem. Okay, so Precious Gems is, like you said, it's the newest one. It's the newest baby. And how it came about was my, my original, my firstborn business, um, A. Martin Group of, It's PR consulting, business consulting. It's, you know, hey, this is where I am. I want to turn this, you know, this passion of mine into a business or I have a business and go over everything from the beginning to the PR, marketing, advertising, whatever. The problem was I saw a major difference in my male clients versus my female clients. My male clients, it's, all right, this is where I am. This is where I want to go. This is the problem I'm having. This is what I've done. It's always business. It's to the point. This is where it is, and these are the end results I want to see. We work on it, and that's that. Now, my female clients, there was always something more. It's always something personal that comes into play that's blocking them to get from where it was. It's either, you know, oh, okay, well, I'm trying to balance all these different hats, or, you know, it's my husband, this, or I don't have a support system here, or it's always something personal that's coming in mm-hmm. with the business. So, you know what? I need to make something different. I'm, I'm going to have to, we can still do the PR, we can still do the, the business consulting and all that, but we have to make it a little bit more personal because there are some layers to this. So, that's mm-hmm. where pressure. Came. So it's strictly for my women and we deal with relationships and, you know, we have women that say, Oh, you know, well, I'm single and I want to be a part of this power couple thing and all of this. I'm like, Well that's cool, but you're not ready.
4: <laughs> you're
9: <Yeah>. not ready. <laughs> yeah, I don't
0: have a couple. I don't have a couple I'm not a couple. No, I'm, I'm like I
9: can introduce you to who you're looking for, but you personally are not you know you're not ready. So we deal with it's more wow. personal as men, and we deal with a multitude of things um, and including the business, it's like let's get you to get out of your own way first, and then mm-hmm. we can work on the business, multiple businesses, and and we take it from there. Because most women we know, we're always trying to juggle something. Or oh, if it's family, if it's a wife, you got the kids, you have to, you know, you you have that you know their their parents are, are elderly so they gotta take care, you know, of them or they're trying to do more than one thing. They got the nine to five going on, they got the side business, they're the PTA president, they're the soccer mom. it's it's so much. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm.
4: You know, we deal
9: balance that all and I, I try to I make sense of, of the confusion <laughs>
0: so hmm hmm mhm.
4: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So that, and, that's
4: and where the, it is. yeah.
0: It's interesting that you you say that because we do have this image in our head we want to be a part of this power couple. So when you said to them you're not ready, what made them think that they were ready? I have to know the answer to that.
9: Okay, well, the ones that say they're ready, they're only looking at themselves. They're only looking at like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. I have a business and I have this degree and I have that degree and I've done this, but they don't know what it is to be a part of a team in a relationship. So it's Uh not just going to be, you know, I I I got I wear the balls, I got this, I'm gonna do this, but that's not. It's great that you can bring it to the table, but do you know how to be a wife? Do you know how to be that helpmate? Do you know how to take off the armor that you put on for the world to run your hey, your Hey, hey,
0: hey, I just want to be a part of this power couple. I don't want to know all that stuff.
9: I, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Well, it's <laughs> not going to work, me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your spouse and your you. mates don't want to come home and have to feel like they're, you know, debating with you like you are in a yeah. conference room over what's for dinner, over why did yeah. you get instead of the white eggs, So it, it's not, you yeah. have to learn how to, how to soften those layers. And so we, we And that, that, that is, is oh yeah. gosh,
0: That that is tough because you're used to being in control, you're used to having to make the decisions, and then, and I'm speaking from a really close friend's experience,
4: mm-hmm.
8: maybe
0: my own. But anyway, it's tough <laughs> to, you know, initially think about shutting that off and what do you want me to do, play down to a man I have to, you know, be you know just as good as them in the business world so Mm -hmm. give us like just like a little cheat tip you know so i can give this to my friend wink wink about how to soften yourself without losing your confidence without like I, i don't know if i'm asking this question right like how do i switch and i still get to be a confident woman because men like confident women Women like yeah, they do.
9: Men, right. exactly. But how do
0: exactly. I take the relationship confidence and put that on and take off the business confidence? Because I would make that same mistake. I think I need to, this is, we're having chicken for dinner and that's a cheat. You know, you have that same force. So give me a, a cheat tip that I could share with a friend. <laughs>
9: this is, okay, this is what you shared with your friend. It's fine. And you are absolutely right. Men love a confident woman. They know that they want someone like they know, you know what, my woman's on her business. This is what she does, and they love someone that they can brag about, that they have that you have your own. But the thing is, women, a lot of times I think that we kind of, we've been programmed to believe this a well, lot, like, okay, we can handle it all, all the time. That gets draining. Once you come mm-hmm. home and you're still doing work and all of that, that's why scheduling is so key, because I can't lie. When I come home, that doesn't mean that my workday ends. You know, because, you know, we have, I have kids and I still have all this other stuff going on. But I make sure at a certain time that's done. That it, I close it. For me, what helps me shut it down is a shower. I get out of this way. i like, well, let me take a shower. And always, you know, that's mm-hmm. it. And then it's like, okay, you know what? I've taking a shower. I've taken a bath. I had my moment to myself to just let go of the day until tomorrow. And now, you know, I can just, I don't have to worry about. If if bombs going off outside, you know what? All right, well my, husband, you need to deal with that because I'm off. Superwoman, the cape is off. It's on the shelf. I'm not dealing mm-hmm. anymore. Find something that can trigger, that can help you turn your switch off. Turn it mm-hmm. off and okay to just to just be okay. It's okay to just let somebody else. That gets tiring. If I want to go brain burn some burn, you know, brain cells and you know, watching television or just, you know, whatever, it's it's okay. That's what they're looking for. Know how to turn it off. Now, if an emergency comes up, hey, go get your cape and you got to save the day, whatever, but don't have it on all the time. That is not sexy. That is not cute. And it makes it seem like you don't need anyone but yourself. And if that's
0: the case, then why not be by yourself?
4: Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: So Absolutely. making making room for that other person in their life because I've heard it said you know let a man be a man or you know and I don't know honestly I don't know what that means like I don't I'm not trying to wear his clothes or whatever like so I don't I don't understand what that means so it sounds like this course would be I would be someone that definitely would would need that because I I notice like if there's a guy that I like that mm-hmm. my tone changes it softens like my voice is heavy now but my voice oh my gosh it it, it washes right out
5: hey Ooh. how are you. And it's like,
0: you know, I'm trying not to scare him with this voice or it's not conscious that I'm thinking of it. I'm just, you know, it just happens. Now that switches. And it's like, and I'm inside of myself going, who is this chick? Who is she? Mm." Right. Right. No, no, that's. Yeah, but that
9: that is that chick that has to come out now. Mind you, they say let a man be a man, but mind you now, my male clients that I have that are running these businesses and all this other stuff, trust me, they. I don't know if you caught the the Huffington Post that came out yesterday, and they was talking about the new trophy woman, and they was talking about um, George Clooney with with his wife. That is what they huh, love. Nice. It's not just I don't I don't know. Did you see it?
0: I did not. Tell me all about it.
9: I, I'm gonna post it. I'm a I'm a post it for you after we get off this call. That is okay. what they look for. Men look for someone they can really build with. It's not just, okay, I want someone to look pretty, and I just want somebody who can
0: cook a meal
9: and be there. It's so much more than that because times have changed dramatically. It's like, listen, we got to be in this together. So I don't care mm-hmm. if
4: you
9: run this with me or you run your own thing, but we need to, it's about legacy. You know, what are mm-hmm. you doing?
4: I can life? agree with
0: that. What are you question? Going to let me let me take a turn. Let me take a turn here now. I'm, and I'm talking about women because I'm a girl and you know I'm a woman. Um, okay. But do men go through the same issue that we do? Because we're trying to figure out when to turn it off and when to turn you know it on. And it is you know being in a relationship and when we need to be that power person in the the boardroom, so to speak. Do men have that same issue?
9: Okay, so this is what I get from my clients. My clients say, if they're by themselves, if they're single' it is they they just go 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 because that's all they can right. do you know their work is their baby, that's their passion, that's who they're married to mm-hmm. from what right. I hear that's where their 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 women come into play when you come in there with your soft voice, it triggers something in them too. It's like oh, okay, you know what let, let me let me take a few minutes to just spend some time and just like you know this is why we connected in the first place. Let's just go have some mm-hmm. fun and, and my best friend. But if you're mm-hmm. always go, 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 you know, then that's like, okay, well, I'm going to be always in go, go, go. So they need you
4: mm-hmm.
9: to trigger that in them because if not, they will keep going. They will I they, see, they, I
0: keep
4: think.
9: going. You see what I'm saying? I so when see. we've enough and we can be like, okay, you know, hey, babe, and if we're not in that work mode and your voice gets soft and, you know, that triggers something and them's like, Oh yeah, 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 that's okay. You, know what, this is that little bit.
4: <laughs>
0: you say, Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I think this is great for women and um, let's stop for a second and give the website and then I'll finish oh, with my thoughts. That's no problem. The website
9: is preciousgemsworldwide.com, dot and, com. Um, and and that's what we are, are there for. This is something I never would have come up with this, honestly, by myself, just like, hey, you know what, let's, let's mix this and this together. This was a mm-hmm. problem that I saw, and we was like, okay, we need to do something about this, because it, I'm seeing it too many times with our female clients. They need more, mm-hmm. than just let me help you with this to get the business. There's so much more to that. So let me put something else together and have something strictly for them that need it, and it's it's, it's been great ever since. Mm-hmm,
4: mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. I think this is great for women because a lot of a lot of women will say I'm not good in relationships. And, and let me be clear about this. I don't think what you're saying is this is how to make everybody get married because everybody may not want to get married, but they may definitely want a life partner. So we're not imposing on you that whatever you you and your person do, if that's what you do, um, but helping you in your your business to to be a, a better date at the very least. Um, to be able to to adjust, because that's something that women, we don't do. We go into mom mode, we go into daughter mode, and we're caregiving, and we're really hard on ourselves. And um, just just from what I'm hearing you say, it's just learning to be a little bit softer, because there's sometimes, you know, I'm hanging out with the guys, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you're really cool. You're like one of us, except you're a girl. But they don't really mean that they want me to stay in that that mode. Right. <laughs> but they is that there are times that I can understand and get where they're coming from and we don't need to seek to be them. We need to figure out who we are. And a lot of women I I, I think what you're doing is awesome and I'm glad that this business opportunity presented itself to you and you took took it and, and you're really running with it and helping women because we get we get stuck in these molds. We're we're not flexible and it's my way or the highway and Really, your friends don't really like that. Your other girlfriend's are like, "Oh my gosh, she got to go do everything she wants to do." There's no flexibility, so it makes you a well-rounded person. It sounds like this right. is what it is. So, do people? And I, I know we got on relationships, but what all kinds of things do women come to you to work on?
9: Okay, that's yeah, that's just one aspect of it. It's it's that part, and then the other, another huge part is time management. Um, like I said. It, some people like okay, I have this idea and I want to do this. I have clients that have like two businesses plus they have to homeschool and then they have you know their their um, charities and stuff and they don't know how to handle it all. They don't know how to juggle it and they've mm-hmm. had coaches. They've you know have coaches before and they they're used to people telling them well you can't have it all and that is the biggest lie I've ever heard in my life and yeah. I hate it. And I'm like, are you kidding? I'm like, no, trust me. I'm like, tr- I'm like I've am like, i done everything <laughs> as for career and school. I, I, yes, you can. It's just how you have to do it. And it's like, what are you willing to sacrifice? You, you can do it so we deal with that part as far as time management and scheduling with multidimensional people. And that's what I, I work with. And I'm going to be honest, if you mm-hmm. are a person and you only have, like, one thing that you have going for you, it's like, the only thing I want to do is just this one job and that's it, or I just have this one business, I can't help you. Because I'm not a single-dimensional person. The the more the more stuff going on, the more it excites me, and I figure it out. It's like a puzzle, because that's how I mm-hmm. am. And then the other mm-hmm. people come to me, you know, they're they're like, okay, well, I'm an accountant and I have this accounting business, and I do taxes over here, and I do this, but I also have this passion for baking cupcakes and you know doing this stuff. But I also mm-hmm. want to to casinos and so they have a a plethora of stuff that don't necessarily mix if you think about it and Mm -hmm, it doesn't mm -hmm. flow and they need help trying to make it all come together and then it's like oh but I want to write a book too and so I make it it all flows okay let me help you make sense of all of this okay Mm -hmm. and then I've had other clients that come that that, you know they talk about they haven't had sex in a whole long time and then it's like
0: all right, I got to get some
9: other type of help (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so like, you, we, you know, we're going to have to help you with that. I'm That's a like, problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
9: like, okay, we got to get to the – like, it's the reason why. So we got to – so like I said, it's, it's a it's a lot of different layers that we all as women, like we've all been through. And it's like you said, marriage is not for everybody. This is not for just relationship people. This is just for relationships with, like you said, your friends or, you know, your sister, your brother, your work relationships. It's, it's so many different layers because we as women, we've got a lot going on. And, and we're – able to handle a lot so it's like let's let's get it all together and let's let's get it to to flow smoothly to get to all right what's really going on so that's what precious is all about
0: love it love it love it so aisha we oh man this is this is like a big 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 thing um and what I hear a lot of people say, you know, they can do it themselves. Do you have people who think what you do is good, but they believe they can do what you're doing for them themselves? Do you run into those kind of people?
9: Yeah, I do, and then they call me back within, like, three weeks. And I'm like, hey, you know, you know they, they do it. They're <laughs> like, oh, no, I got it, I got it. And I'm like, okay, I, I, trust me. Oh, I'm you like, got yeah, it, oh, you got this. And I want you to do it, and I, and I want you to be the best at it. And they go ahead and they're like, oh, okay. they it's like, but wait, I'll start getting, I get overwhelmed. Or I get this stuff. Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. fine. It's okay. And I'm like, is, I'm not for, I am not for everyone because I am mm-hmm. an accountability partner. I'm I'm going to call in. I'm going to check on you. We're going to reevaluate if it doesn't work. I am not nice and cookie cutter. I'm going to get in your behind because something got to work. Every Something that you're not, that you're doing is yeah. not working. So that means we yeah. have five. That's going to work. And I ref- I don't like failure, not on my behalf. So it's like, I'm going to work with you to make you get it because that's what I, you know, this, I'm like, this is what I do. And it's come mm-hmm. because, like, experiences or things that I've had to learn, I've had to learn on a crash course. Like, I had my daughter, my eldest, so I was pregnant with her at 17, so I had to learn how to time management and, and schedule stuff early, and I've been doing it forever. You know, I have this business and PR and business, but then I'm in the oil business. I have an adult novelty business. I have an entertainment Like, I have a whole bunch of stuff going on just because I have a lot of interest. So i got to make it come together. So I'm like, this is what I do. It's like I'm not just telling you, you know, this is what you should do. This is what I live. This is what I know. I uh-huh. know what it's like. And then I don't like women when they come to me with excuses as to why they can't do it. Like,
4: oh, oh.
9: A big one. Oh, I I can't do that because, you know, I got I'm a single mom and I got three kids and I I don't have. A and it sounds wrong.
0: so good. I almost want to buy into it sometimes. It sounds really good. I, yes.
9: And, I'm, and I and and I listen. And but I, it gets I, and you
0: nowhere.
5: Listen.
9: Yeah, and I let them tell me all these excuses as to why, and I'm like, wow. You know what? I know more about you, than You are a victim to your life experiences.
0: <laughs> you know what Experience. we could do? We could start making some du- some victim kits with duct tape and rope and go. train tracks. And, you know, like, okay, you don't want the service I'm offering, but what I can give you is yes. this victim kit over here. And right. Right. anytime you want to, you know, go back into the past of what you can't do, just whip this out. You know, <laughs> there you
9: go. There you go. And, and so that's, that's the other one that, that a lot of women, they're like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm like, okay, well, i was thinking mom too for a minute.
0: Oh, I got three kids.
9: I got a teenager. I got from a 13 year old down to a two year old. So I know what it's like mm-hmm. to be married, not married. I, I know what it's So like. You can't tell me what it's like or the excuses as to why you cannot do something because I'm gonna feel mm-hmm. like either. You either, one, you just don't know how, like you honestly don't know how, and you don't know what you don't know, or two, you are lazy and incompetent, and I don't deal with both. I don't deal with either. So mm-hmm. if, if you're going to bring your, if you want to come with me, please leave your excuses at the door because I will with another one. I promise you I will.
1: If,
0: there are no excuses to not
4: really. You know, and you.
0: what people will learn the hard way in, in business is that this world doesn't care about you. This world doesn't stop, slow down. And it doesn't say, oh, well, poor baby, and it doesn't issue you a tissue for you to cry in the midst of this. You have to do your crying when you get ready to go to bed at night in between getting rest for the next day. So,
4: and at first, your
0: first year is scary to even hear that, but five, almost six years later in this particular business, I'm more comfortable with, you know what, if you feel, because you're going to get criticized. People are going to say, oh, this person, she is shrewd, and shrewd could be good and shrewd can be bad. Right, right.
9: And then then they
0: go, yeah,
9: Yeah, everyone isn't for everybody, too. And I want to make that clear. Everybody that you work with, if it's a coach or or whatever they call themselves or whatever they are, everyone isn't for everybody, too. So, you know, that and that is fine. But, like, you got to have some some thick skin. If you're trying to be in business and build all this stuff, then, like, they look, there's no crying in baseball. You can cry in business, but do that on your own time in the bathroom, in the shower, and and don't Mm. spend too much on it because the energy that you're wasting on that one, mm-hmm. your situation has not changed, and two, the
4: energy, right.
9: to something else. Like the problem is there. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what? All right, what I'm gonna do. If it's something that's beyond your control and you have no control over it, you can't sweat it. You you can't. There's nothing you can do to change it. So you need to mm-hmm. get ready for your move. But don't stay stagnant in a problem. Look for a solution. And I tell people that don't bring me a problem unless you're bringing me a solution for it. If you don't have a resolution, then don't don't just be like, okay, this is what the problem is. And I tell my my staff when I'm like, listen, they know. Don't just call me and say this is the problem. Okay, well, do you have a resolution for it, or do you need help? Don't just bring because that's not how we work. You gotta think and you gotta think quick on your feet because it's like you said, the world is not a nice place. It's really not. Nice. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're trying to start a business.
0: It's really tough. Because you're up against nobody knows you, nobody trusts you, they don't know if what you're going to do is going to work, they don't know if you're going to change your mind, because there's lots of people every day that changes their mind. I got one last question for you, which i come with Aisha Martin of PreciousGemsWorldwide.com. Check out the website. The coach needs a coach. So my question to you is while you're coaching people, who do you listen to?
9: I have a coach. I have a couple of coaches. And my coaches, I have one coach, and and the thing is sometimes you can outgrow a coach. So Mm -hmm. all of my coaches have either are where I want to be financially or professionally. So I have coaches. I have two coaches. (laughs) I have have one that I deal with that she is, her name is Jasmine Sanders, and she deals with, um, she has like Seven. Last time I asked she was involved, co-owned or owned 72 different businesses, and she's a multimillionaire. Wow. I want to get to wow. that status. So I need someone that has been where I've been so they can coach me and talk to me like, okay, this is what you need to do and this is what you don't need to do. Mm-hmm. So I have mm-hmm. thing is it's like the higher you go, it's like, okay, all right, so how much an hour it is? So if i got to pay a couple thousand an hour, please best believe I have my questions written down and we're talking because that's mm-hmm. what it costs. But the investment is definitely worth
0: it. So, mm-hmm. but you and I have a coach, <laughs> and I, and people have asked me that before. And all of your coaches all the time may not be someone that you work directly with. Your coaches can be, and this and let me let me be clear. This isn't where you're you're a coach hopping and you listen to Les Brown here and oh, yeah, oh, you, yeah. You, you have somebody that you follow, like you you are watching every video they have. If they're at a conference, they're doing a conference, you're there. Some way, shape, form, or fashion. That person you follow until maybe you can afford more, or it's just something about that person and their story that draws you in. So you can have – go ahead.
9: No, I was agreeing with you. That's it. Yeah.
0: You can have – and that that person would be a mentor, but you would read their story, follow their steps. Maybe you got their home program. So that still can count for you, but you, if you're leading someone else, you need to be being fed yourself because – you're pouring yourself out constantly to others, and you cannot stop growing, and you have it all. So, yes, the right. coach has a coach. I wanted to ask that question. I'm asked that question often, and it's like mm-hmm. um, you, you need to know that. My business coach is Fabian Fredrickson of clientattraction.com, and I drove down to Atlanta to meet her, but I've done a lot of the stuff with her virtually. And I've I've been intrigued with her from the moment I I think I got a free DVD or CD or something in the mail some years ago. And that's been something for me. Now, there's other people that I look up to, and, you know, their story is inspiring to me. Uh, but you have to have someone that you, you listen to, and whether whether it's conferences or retreats, you need to make that investment in yourself. So it's always encouraging to know that your coach is being coached, because whatever they learn and how they grow can help you as well. I'm going to let you go, but I want you to give everyone your information one more time before we wrap up.
9: Absolutely. If you want to contact me and and learn more about Precious
0: Gems, um, the
9: website is www.preciousgemsworldwide.com, and you can email an info at preciousgemsworldwide.com.
0: All right. Thank you so much for being a part of this needs to be said. Thank you so much. You're welcome.
6: There will never be a point in your, time, in your life where it's the right time to do a great thing. If you're waiting for that perfect, perfect moment, that perfect timing, is not going to happen. you know what you have to do? You have to create the perfect time and the perfect opportunity and the perfect situation. So that a lot of people become comfortable. They stop growing, they stop wanting anything, they they become satisfied. People getting ready to go to jobs that they don't like, jobs that are making them sick. You see, when you're not pursuing your goal, you are literally committing spiritual suicide. When you have some goal out here that you're stretching for and reaching for that takes you out of your comfort zone, you'll find out some talents and abilities you have that you didn't know you have when the messenger of misery visits you what are you going to do? what will keep you in the game? there are things that you think you'll never need to know that you may only need to know one time in your life but that could save your life because you had that knowledge unless you attempt to do something beyond that which you've already mastered you will never grow What is it that you looked at at some point in time and you decided that you couldn't do it? That you talk yourself out of it? You're waiting on your next door neighbor to make it happen for you, it may not happen. If you're waiting on your mother or your father, they may be so ancient in their thinking that they don't understand this opportunity that you have. And if you're waiting on them, it may never get done. You don't beg average people to be phenomenal. You don't beg good people to be phenomenal. You just are phenomenal and you will attract phenomenal. What reason can you remember that you can call on, that you can reach on, that can make you get back up? Find that reason. If you're not where you are, if you're not where you want to be, if you don't have what you you want to have, if you're not where you think you should be at this particular place, it has nothing to do with the system, but it has everything to do with the fact that you're not making the sacrifice. I want you to make that dream become a reality because if you don't, you will be working for somebody else to make their dreams become a reality. Everybody is against you or don't believe in you no more. And let me tell you something, that's a lonely feeling. It's a lonely feeling, particularly people that you're doing it for. Most people take their greatness, take their ideas to the graveyard with them. Listen to me, if it was easy, everybody would do it. There are people right now who are working who don't want to work. There are people who hate their jobs, but they keep getting up to do it. The wealthiest place on the planet is the graveyard. Because in the graveyard, we will find inventions that we never, ever were exposed to. Ideas, dreams that never became reality. Hopes and aspirations that were never acted upon. The question is, what are you going to do with your time? what drives you greatness is a lot of small things done well day after day workout after workout obedience after obedience day after day when things don't work out for you when things happen that you could not anticipate what are the reasons that you can think of that can keep you strong You will never ever be successful until you turn your pain into greatness, until you allow your pain to push you from where you are to push you to where you need to be. Stop running from your pain and embrace your pain. Your pain is going to be a part of your pride, a part of your product. I I challenge you to push yourself easy to be on the bottom, it doesn't take any effort to be a loser, it doesn't take any motivation, any drive, in order to stay down there on a low level, but it calls on everything in you, you have to harness your will to say, I'm going to challenge myself. I mean that what you did last week don't count. Today, today is the only important day. There are 86,400 seconds in a day, and how you use those are critical. You got 86,400 today, and what you do today is going to see me who you are. Nobody's going to talk about what you did last week. The biggest enemy you have to deal with is yourself. There's an old African proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. Listen to me, you're gonna be here one day, but you'll never get here if you give up, if you give in, if you quit, and finally God, you gotta to wanna to succeed as bad as you wanna breathe.
2: Are you or someone you know a pet lover? Would you love a custom high-quality and affordable hand-painted pet portrait? Artist John R. Havrila is unbelievably talented. His paintings are so lifelike and they need to be seen. Each custom painting comes complete with handmade frame and is ready to hang on your wall. He can combine current and past pets in one portrait, all from your photos. No deposit required, no extra charge for additional pets, and gift cards are available. What are you waiting for? Log on now to order your perfect gift. www.doggie, D-O-G-G-I-E, paintings.com.
3: Glastic Water Bottle, a shatterproof glass water bottle. It's great for any liquid because everything tastes best in glass. A leak-proof lid you can close and toss on the couch without worry. Chances are it won't ever break, but if it does... No worries, the glass is safely contained inside a protective outer shell so you won't have a dangerous mess to clean up. You can safely remove the broken glass and get replacements. Go to GlasticWaterBottle.com to get your very own Glastic Bottle today. That's GlasticWaterBottle.com, G-L-A-S-S-T-I-C-WaterBottle.com. What are you waiting for?
2: Are you looking for the best women's products all in one convenient place? Everything from today's hottest beauty products or that perfect pair of fitting jeans. All in one easy to use website. Check out our special promotions and deals. Check out your new hotspot for online shopping. www.onlineshoppingfever.com. Get your new favorite finds today.
0: Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle. It was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins. Thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at thisneeds 2 com, by commenting on the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook, by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS, by also sharing this show with your friends. Thank you for logging in through your computer as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. Bad news travels fast is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at wwwthisneeds We'd love to hear from you.